0: The New Parkway Theater, where good food, diverse entertainment, and community create a place for everyone. For showtimes and special events, check out www.thenewparkway.com. You are listening you are to High School 5 and 0. We're real, real, real It It's AG3's birthday a couple weeks ago. You know, I got him this duffel bag. You wonder why I got him a duffel bag? because the nigga got some of the smallest duffel bags I've ever seen in my life. The nigga's (laughs) duffel bags can fit a pair of tennis shoes. Nigga wears size 13. He can fit one pair of his tennis shoes in his goddamn duffel bags. That's why he bring multiple duffel bags and multiple other bags. Every goddamn place we go somewhere. Every time we go somewhere, Aaron be like, hold on, man, I'll be be there soon. I'm I'm loading up the car. Nigga takes 17 trips because he got about 47 (laughs) duffel bags. The nigga had the tiniest duffel bags. I've never seen a duffel bag so small. And he had a hockey duffel bag. Hockey players come with gear, Aaron. Why the fuck is your hockey duffel bag only big enough to fit one fucking skate in it? So I was talking That's to Jay true. Zeus about this and I realized you know what I'm gonna buy this nigga a duffel bag that can at least fit three pairs of shoes in it because the nigga I'm tired of this nigga taking forever to load his goddamn truck and unload his truck. So AG3, you are too old to not have a duffel bag that can fit at least three pairs of shoes in it. That's why I give you my cutty corner shout-out.
1: That's how I get my exercise. I gotta be fast when I'm loading up the car and
2: unloading microdosing duffel bags, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score 510 podcast. You can catch us at High Score 510 on the Instagram, the YouTube, and the Twitter at Horcrux Hipster on the Twitter, or on our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash high score 510. And we are
1: here with uh, this is AG3 man coming at you faster than uh than someone celebrating Mark. Someone the Marcus, Malcolm X family celebrating his birthday today.
3: I'm hurting, I'm tired, just like every fucking body in this motherfucker. But I ain't taking no motherfucking days off because I can't be fucking great that way. That got to be the fucking attitude and the mentality all the fucking time. All that weak shit, don't fucking live here no more. That shit don't exist. It's contagious, bro. Like, it's really fucking contagious. It's contagious.
0: He should have been in the, the quarterback room. He was tired of that contagious mediocre play.
1: One of the coaches stood up, said, hey, "Can you, can you, can you repeat this speech in the quarterback room real quick?" Take that to the, the QBs, QBs. Don't need it. The wide receivers didn't need it. The linebackers didn't need it. The old line didn't need the speech. The RBs definitely didn't need the speech. That could have been a one-on-one meeting. <laughs> exactly. dude. the place cooker, the holder didn't need that speech. One person on the team needed that speech.
0: <laughs> and we are here with.
4: Hello, everyone. It's Captain P. Funk coming at you slower than this process of moving on in my motivation. Now, the traffickers, these are people that take drugs. These are guys of the name D-Money, Smoothie, Shifty, uh, these type of guys that come from Connecticut, New York. They come up here, they sell their heroin, then they go back home. Incidentally, half the time, they impregnate a young white girl before they leave, which is a real sad thing because then we have another issue that we got to deal with down the road.
0: Shout out to Chris Christie's uh, buddy, Paul Page. Paul LePage. And my name is Jared, AKA DJ Art, with two T's for a double dose at Tink Tink. The D is silent, so it's just Jart.
3: Aye. Come here, let's go. Aye. One thing's for sure, I'm about to put on my stepping shoes. Then I'ma kick the door And go out and step the whole night through Step in the name of blood Step in the name of blood Shoot in the name of blood Shoot in the name of blood, in name of blood. Step, in name of blood. step in the name of blood Step in the name of blood Shoot in the name of blood Shoot in the name of blood momma yeah, had three boy. kids i'm a step but you know
0: i'm a step son Bitch, i'm a rob- step in the name of blood you know was
1: sad. his rap flow was actually kind of good
0: and yeah, shout out to r kelly for inspiring that that song by uh glock boy la yeah you know i think r kelly i think r kelly's gonna want some royalties so he can pay for some new lawyers but you know
1: I, I, like i said only thing you get from him is some red bandanas and and, and maybe that meat that was on the grill in the video that's it
0: <laughs> let's get into well, in news this week, mass shootings is back. It's the new norm. Once again, people getting shot left and right. And in Buffalo, New York, a mass shooter killed 10 people, injuring several others and targeting what seems to be black people. Did you guys hear about this story? Yeah. There was also a shooting in Orange County, LA. There's also a shooting in Houston. There was also the news One in
4: Milwaukee. The one in Milwaukee was just a single guy being ignorant.
0: Yeah, there's a shooting in Milwaukee after the Bucks game. And this comes after, you know, uh, about a month and a half ago, a, month, a little over a month ago, there was a, a mass shooting in Sacramento's downtown. But we're gonna focus obviously on the one in Buffalo because that one is the one that took the most lives and was a targeted attack on a minority community. But uh, how do you process these this event and in, in these events?
1: Well, the one in Houston was also a target attack. It was a Vietnamese nail salon.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Three Asian ladies got shot. No one mm-hmm. else in there. Three Asian ladies. You know, it's, 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 <laughs> it's sad when you normalize things. It's just been normalized, like, even with my reaction to it, right? Like, I'm not surprised. Now, maybe mm-hmm. I'm not the most apathetic person in the world.
0: Apathetic, what you mean apathetic? That's a magic moment.
1: Empathetic, excuse me. Empathetic person <laughs> in the world. They're not the most empathetic. Thank you. That's my well, Jared. You know, I just gave you a compliment this this weekend on you and your friends from college who got to get great high school education. They read shit like Siddhartha, all kind of shit. Like he read shit that I, I'm like, damn, you read those books? I only know about them because of Wikipedia. And, and then you're gonna sit here and fuck, fucking call into question my LA Unified School District education right now.
0: My <laughs> <laughs> You, you don't want to sound apathetic to it. <laughs>
1: well, empathetic then. You know, I'm not the most empathetic person in the world. So you could yeah, say yeah.
0: I'm the most apathetic person when it comes to these things.
1: <laughs> I feel like I'm not. Like, you know, can I feel it? I mean, I understand the world's fucked up, you
5: mm-hmm.
1: know, and that that it was targeted. One racist dude targeted black dudes, another race dude targeted, you know, especially coming off that doctrine, that that stupid belief that especially you got a lot, a lot of Republicans senators and House members pushing their beliefs. The whole Democrat want to let minorities in so they could win votes and steal elections. So you got little young idiots like this dude who didn't deserve mercy going in there and doing shit like what he did and what, what
0: happened in, in Houston. His name was Peyton. It didn't surprise me when they said Peyton. I said, oh, that's a that's a crazy cracker name other than Peyton Manning. But it, most of the Peytons I know wear uh, pre-frayed brim hats with the uh, tattered jeans and cut off T-shirts to the weddings. But seriously, you named Peyton and, and some of those kind of names. I'm I'm not surprised. But a Peyton in New York, that surprised me a little bit.
4: Nope, nope, not from New York. He still traveled in New York.
1: He, he was in New York. Miles. Uh, he wasn't from New York City, okay. he was From a different small town in New York. That's all I, all thought,
4: he, I thought he was a little little further south. Okay.
0: Peyton Gendron, fuck you, you piece of monkey crap. 18 or not, you ain't shit. Anyways, yeah, he traveled over 200 miles, was said to have scouted out the location, had been seen there uh, last month and then the day before, and killed 10 people. Uh, There's a clip that has been taken down uh, that people have been posting of his, uh, what is it? Of his His
5: live cast.
0: His live cast of, of him carrying out this heinous act, this murderous rampage. Where he saw a white dude on the floor, and he said, "Oops, sorry," and then continued on without shooting the white person. So, you know, some people are calling into the question, are trying to be like, "Oh, was it really racially motivated or not?" It's like, bro, <laughs>
4: that was that that was actually online.
0: Yeah, and then the, and Instagram keeps it really taking it down.
4: Get it on Twitch. He, he, no, he no, no. I'm, I'm talking. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about the video. There was comments that actually said. <laughs> Was this really racially motivated?
0: Oh, there's articles coming out. There's yeah, people, articles. there's people coming out being like, was it really racially motivated? Get all
4: get all the names because I'm making packages of them. <laughs> and then I'm personally gonna attack them.
0: Mental get illness them, get... has been used as a as no, a no 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 no.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's a mental illness, all right. <laughs> Crackazoid, that's what it is.
0: They got the cracker ass, cracker mental illness.
4: <laughs> cracker ass, cracker talking about what the the gun said nigger etched on one side and monkey on the other i seen the video, i seen part of the videos because uh, I was at, I was at my uh, daughter's house. You know, they have TikTok and stuff, they were showing, you see what happened, you see what happened? And they was all upset, and he got, when he got arrested, you know, of course, they he gave up, and he just kind of I, put him in handcuffs. And if you hear the stories about the, the families that were there, there was two families, I guess it was a hospital nearby, mm-hmm. there was two families Family members that were taking care of loved ones. The first lady that got killed was taking care of her brother, and one of the older older ladies that got killed. Yeah, her
0: life husband life. was in a retirement home, or is in a home. Was in a
4: retirement home, and it was just you know it's basically just a lazy Sunday there, and you hear those stories, it makes it. Why are you so busy trying to attack innocent black people? I'm talking to the crackers, Awards right now,
3: cracker ass, drop yeah. crack
4: a- your ass in the neighborhood. Let's see you do that in the neighborhood and see how long that shit lasts. It's a bunch of cowards, and the cops, the cops, that want to want to be so-called less aggressive. Yeah, there's your chance. Use your gun. Hello, probable mm-hmm. cause, huh? Are you trying to you trying to calmly uh, arrest them? No. No, 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 no. This dude got an automatic rifle.
0: Yeah, I was wondering, where where, where did the Riggs and Murtaugh, you know, because watching some of those old Lethal Weapon movies, you know, they just shot motherfuckers. There was, you know, some of the old cop movies, they right. always show the cops like, hey, man, these guys are, you know, criminals, they're shooting. And for some reason, this motherfucker, once again, it, it, it it's vexing to me that the, the, the white man who is known has already shot people. They say he shot people, he's killed people, he's targeting certain people, he's targeting people, he's shooting people, he's shooting people randomly. And then yeah. all of a sudden they pull up and they like, Oh, let's see if we can de-escalate the situation you know I do like they did the, the the Negro in Texas in Dallas five years six years ago he stormed himself in wherever he had shot all those people you know what they did they sent in a remote control car with an explosive on it and blew his ass up can we just do that to this yeah. crack ass cracker how about we do that
4: Joe this time they go with
3: backup you got it. Come on, you guys. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not going anyway. Simon says you gotta go. I'm not jumping through hoops for some psycho. That's a white man with white problems. You deal with it. It's
0: frustrating to me. I I was looking at the names of the people. Andre McNeil, 53. Geraldine Talley, 62. Margus Morrison, 52. Aaron Salter was the security guard who exchanged fire with them, um, however the guy was wearing. And that's other things. You going in there with tactical unit stuff, I'm like, go blow them motherfuckers up. They going in there trying to do some military grade type shit and you gonna let somebody with a military grade type shit be like, oh, we should just arrest that person with, with no, no harm. No, go shoot that motherfucker. He already killed one of your brothers in
3: blue. Were
4: you aware that if
3: convicted, they might be freed in only 10 years? Yes, I heard people say that, yes, sir. Do you think men who kidnap a child should be free in 10 years? No, sir. Do you think two men who rape a child should be free in 10 years? No, sir. Do you think two men who hang a child should be
1: free in 10 years. No. Well, what do you think should happen to them? What would be a fair sentence?
4: Objection, do you think they honor. deserve to die, Mr. Henry? Answer Mr. the Berkeley. question. Do they don't deserve question. to die? Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell.
0: <laughs> Anyways, Aaron Salter, 55. Ruth Winfield, 86. Roberta Drury, 32. Pearlie Young, 77. Catherine Massey, 72. Deacon Hayward, Patterson, 67. Celeste Cheney, 65. This motherfucker was shooting old people, bro. This motherfucker was this, a hate crime in itself if they were not even fucking like, I want the Geriatric Association of America to go after this fool, okay? That motherfucker was targeting elderly people. That's how big a coward this 18-year-old, this poo-butt ass decided to do. and going, like, I'm going to go to a neighborhood that I don't know. I'm going to drive all these miles. I'm going to write a manifesto about my baby dick, and I'm going to shoot a bunch of old black people. That's cowardice. The average age, over 62 years old people that were killed. If it wasn't for that 32 year old, it would probably be over 65 years old.
4: I, I had a chance to get on the cop side on this. I was really going to be on. I wanted to be back to blue, but the blue always disappoints. Finds a way to arrest a lunatic, mm-hmm. a lunatic. Only I found a way to arrest a lunatic.
0: Only if the motherfucker is stealing money from your bank. Remember that 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 those two dudes and was that in Southern California? 20 years ago, yeah, where yeah, they was... where they robbed the bank and they had all yeah, kind, the of body, body armor on. That body armor had everything, and they shot it out with the motherfuckers till the motherfuckers was dead, right? right. Or they, one of them might have killed
4: himself. One killed himself, yeah. One yeah. killed himself. The other one they they penetrated the armor. I, I don't know. I don't think he died. Didn't oh, they catch no, him? No. I think I he think, was no, injured. No, I
1: think they killed all of them. I think all of them. I I is... the
4: one one killed himself, shot himself through the head. Like, he
1: LAPD. LAPD, gonna send some bullets. Yeah. They might kill, a, they might kill a, Latin, a Nicaraguan girl in a dressing room. But they gonna send some bullets. That's and the one guarantee you got with LAPD. They ain't going They ain't arresting nobody. They gonna send some bullets.
0: I just, it, it just, it just vexes me. It's like it, it, it's becoming the same script, unfortunately. And these people are do, doing nothing to these people. Doing nothing to these people. They just mad for whatever reason. And this is you say get to the root of if it's mental illness, like they trying to claim or trying to throw that out there. Like Fox News, be like, could it be mental illness? He might be 18 and maybe his brain's not fully formed. It's like, nigga, please. The way you talk about everybody else and how they are, even though you got, you know, saying migrant teenagers and children, you talk about them like they come here to rape your white, beautiful white women and shit like that and steal your jobs. But this motherfucking go, 200 miles drive himself 200 miles plot plan write a 180 page manifesto and then you know get a gopro figure out how to sync that bitch up to his twitch stream sign up for twitch pay for twitch so he can then stream that help fuck you for even trying to question that shit that motherfucker is a sick twisted piece of shit that deserves to rot in hell forever in perpetuity in other news tom brady that beautiful white man Signed a $375 million contract to be a football analyst once his playing days are over. What do you guys think about
2: that?
1: I'll let Brandon go first on this one.
2: Oh, Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Hey, Brandon's here. Hey, Brandon. How's it going? (laughs) It's It's going well. (laughs) What did I miss? (laughs)
0: You missed missed us talking about uh, white people, uh, 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 white white random acts of violence uh, pissing us off again.
2: Yeah, man, I just wanted to come on the show to mark myself safe against white supremacy today. I stayed in the Alex all day. It's the best um, thing you can do
0: until <laughs> they decide to come in your house and just start shooting people.
2: Man, But uh, Tom Brady, man, he's keep getting them checks, man. That's all I got to say, man. He's got to figure it out. In the same way that white people have figured out illegal dumping by just putting a, sign, a free sign on shit. With, <laughs> on the Thank, car you. <laughs> Thank you. I, dude, my neighbor's down the street. I thought about the same thing. I'm like, dude,
1: I'm tired of you saying free on shit because you don't want to throw it away exactly. then i deal with it when the hoarder neighbor brings it upstairs and it's in the hallway for fucking three weeks
2: i didn't realize i was gonna touch a nerve with that one
1: all right sorry it hit and they're great people but stop putting free on shit i'm about to go talk to them stop putting free just throw the shit away
2: no but tom Brady's gonna find a way to get get to the money man it's a, a crap ton of money but when you think about who he signed to, they got the money. They already paid like a oh, billion dollars no, to, to to show the game. But the
1: fact, but the problem is, Brandon is a commentator. No matter how good, doesn't bring more people to watch the game.
0: He's getting paid more than he made. They said they said he would be the eighth highest paid player in the NFL if he were just working that job. Since he's still playing, yeah. he's, he's making like twenty million dollars this year, twenty five million dollars okay. this year, but.
1: I got no problem with Tom Brady signing it. If I was in his shoes, I'll do the same thing too. My problem is this, is why do I keep seeing these white quarterbacks when they retire get these huge offerings? And some of them aren't that good or some are a little overrated, right? And they get these huge offers and huge money and they don't even work their way up. They're like, oh, we want them. As soon as they retire, forget the person that got all this personality. Shannon Shannon Sharp had to start off on the bottom. He's great. But he had to start off on the bottom. He used to, Colin Cowher used to let him on for free because he couldn't get his foot in the door, right? We're talking about one of the most charismatic players in the last 35 years, right? If it wasn't for something like NFL Network, we wouldn't have saw Deion Sanders or, or Michael Irvin on TV. And it's just like, why do these people have to start off so low? And then some people, Tom Brady, not even retired yet, gets to sign a contract for making more money than he made in the NFL.
0: The same reason why that cracker ass cracker
2: baby dick motherfucking buffalo didn't get killed. I mean, I think quarterbacks just definitely gonna make more money than other other folks coming straight out. It's different with Tom Brady just because he's so accomplished. He brings a certain level of credibility. We don't know how he's gonna be calling a, a game. You don't know. But I mean, ESPN and all these other places trial people all the time, right? I remember they tried Ray Lewis for a while, they tried Jerry Rice for a while. They tried Emma Smith. Like you see, all these guys out there for a couple years. And it's like ah, oh, these people aren't really gaining traction. They get let go, or they get like a diminished role. So I think people get get trotted out there a lot just to see who's going to stick. None of them are getting paid more than any. They weren't exactly. paid to paid the highest paid motherfucker at the craft.
1: Start. start. I don't no, mind. So. I don't mind if he worked up to that pay, Brandon. But he's starting yeah. off at that. No, pay. Man,
2: it's not. It's not what you deserve. It's what you negotiate. And he was like, man, I can go here. I can go there. Everybody's hoping. The, everyone's hoping. Everyone's hoping he's going to be the next Tony Romo. Where people are like, oh, man, this is actually <laughs> a watchable game now. Because he's he gets emotional about the game. Or he's can talk about it in a way with credibility that Joe Theismann can." He's he going to get paid twice as much as Romo and three times with Stephen
0: A. Smith, who is the highest personality paid personality. Yeah, Stephen
1: A. Smith puts in mad hours, dude. Like, so if we had to put he, Tom Brady's hours for contract per <laughs> hourly, Stephen A. Smith.
0: I'll accept so, it if, if, no, if Tom Steve, Brady becomes a Stephen A. Smith of Fox Sports. and yeah, he's Yeah, where he's it,
2: covering like, everything. Shows. <laughs> no, see, I'm seeing him in the morning the
0: and I'm seeing him cover basketball
1: when it goes off at 10.30. At night.
2: Stephen A. has the same attitude that Aaron had when he worked at the Parkway. He was just like, what you doing right now? Oh, I'm sleeping in the back, man. I had to help out somebody. You're right. I did. What I did. you doing I right?
1: Now. <laughs> I had to sleep in the back room sometimes. Sometimes I
4: slept there. Well, hopefully, just uh, Stephen A. Smith and other other broadcasters are on TV. They can use this as a negotiating tool I and mean, bankrupt these idiots.
0: Seriously, he, dude, he's getting paid by far the most money out of any out of any broadcaster, and he might not be very entertaining. Like the same way they gave Jason Witten the Monday Night Football role right off the bat. And, like, Jason Whitten, he was never a good talker as a football player, but because he was a wholesome 2% milk, whole milk white man who always played football and didn't make a big stink other than not trying to mentor any of his teammates, he was worth it. Bruh, see through the bullshit, man. This is why we need change at the top. This is why we need more infusion of, of people of diverse backgrounds and mindsets to be able to see through the bullshit of this, like, oh, he's a beautiful white man. He did good in one thing. He'll be great to have because his face and his name. Like, nah, man, that's the indirect nepotism. I don't even know him, but I know I know his face and I know his brand for one thing that he did. It has nothing to do with what he's about to do here. But because of that, we're going to take him.
2: There's limits on that.
0: There's limits on it, Brandon. Right?
2: How 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 many Super Bowls has he won though? I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I'm I'm not paying him to win Super Bowls here. I'm (laughs) paying him to keep money. You don't get paid to win a Super Bowl when you call it a game, Brandon. No, No, I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm saying he's a different type yeah. of player that everybody. Will think br- quicker. Yeah, that's how. Name plan. another, oh. name another player. Don't get me Damn. started on
0: the motherfucking Tuck rule. That motherfucker shouldn't have won that first motherfucking title because that motherfucking Tuck rule. He came out this week. It was one of those TikToks. Tell us a secret that that people didn't know. And he's
2: like, you know what?
0: the Tuck rule might have been a fumble. And then that was his clip. He said that himself. Yeah. And that motherfucking yeah. shit was a fumble. That's why he got about the field. Was mad at himself. He's like, shit, man, I just lost this game.
2: That was a fucking fumble, bro. I'm gonna say this as we talk, as we hopefully we talk about basketball at some point. The same thing I say about James Harden, CP3, uh Kevin Durant. <laughs> they will be the if champions of the world. If if it was called a fumble, he wouldn't have won the Super Bowl. If they didn't do so, spy game, <laughs> like but what actually happened was <laughs> somehow he got the ring, he got the trophy. I can only be mad about that so long.
0: No, 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 no. see that's the problem, that's, that. you, that's, that's the problem, man, that's the problem, that's the motherfucking problem, that's why we need CTR in school, because you you can't even tell me what it's, that means. It's okay?
2: CRT, because you, because CTR. No, no, it's is a, CTR,
0: a no, no, it's CTR, my, Herschel told me it's CTR, it's called CTR,
4: <laughs> they want to teach it in school. I'm sick and tired of them wanting to teach CTR in, in school. Critical race theory. Can you
0: tell me what that means? If I think it's like we can't revise. History just because enough time has passed and ignore the fact. That's the same thing. Like, man, this, this the one thing happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma, but I don't even know Greenwood. Who, who knows? We don't know. Like, oh, oh, Rosewood happened. No, we don't even know what that is. Like all these things that happened that changed yeah, the course of history. We talking football right now, man. No, no, I'm just saying, change the course. Football, of, yeah, we changed the course of history, and now long enough has passed, so we can forget the fact of what actually happened in history. That Tom Brady built his fucking legacy off a of sham, and then oh, he no, just I ain't forgetting
1: it. it, but I ain't forgetting it, but I ain't, I ain't reacting to it emotionally. Anymore.
0: It's the most American thing possible, man. It's I ain't
1: to it. I ain't reacting to it emotionally no more it's like what good was that doing me though look it cost my rams a super bowl it cost me seeing a rams raider super bowl right and for me it's like it's not worth reacting anymore man but we can't just forget it
2: we can't no, look ain't it. forget it but i ain't reacting emotionally go right, like right it. hamilton too if you don't know to forget no
0: no it's no, no, like man hey man too. the slaves had smiles on their face while i was building the white house y'all know that <laughs> Y'all some niggas for that. How y'all gonna be out here be like, yeah, just because we they, said we don't they, react
1: emotionally to, they to the enjoy tuck bacon, rule. They enjoy
0: baking, they uh, enjoy baking uh so
1: Jefferson you, his pies. So you <laughs> over here basically because we said we just don't care to react emotionally about the Tuck Rule.
0: No, we didn't just, say it didn't exist, no. we didn't say Tom Brady didn't build a legacy off of it,
1: we just don't care about reacting. Brandon literally it.
0: said. It could be the if thing, if thing, but at a certain point, we got to, like, let it go. And I'm like, no, nigga, you don't let that go. Yeah. At, at a certain point, but that was one of seven, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and no, no. You still no. have
1: to win two more games after that. Three of
0: seven. Three, <laughs> three, 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 three. Plus the fact that they, they decided not to hand the ball off to Marshawn Lynch. So that's four. And then plus the fact that they Wait, can't play a They had ball. to do Tom Brady. He didn't, he didn't Tom, change the Tom Brady, Tom Brady deserves two titles. Two titles max. In other news, the NBA playoffs are in the conference finals. We have the Eastern Conference Finals set with the Boston Celtics heading down to Miami to face the number one in Miami Heat, who seem to be on a roll, by the way, might I add. And we have the Golden State Warriors facing off against Luka the Don and the Mavericks. The Suns, Pedro, your home team, the, the team that you love, Chris Paul, that that old, savory, savvy Negro and his squad, were trounced by Luka Doncic on their own home court by over 30 points in a Game 7. What do you guys think about that?
4: I was kind of surprised that Game 7 went that way. DeAndre Aiden was out of sorts. I didn't know they, they had any locker room beef. But I guess he's mad about not getting this extension. I think that's
1: Chris Paul. Not locker room. That's more like front office beef.
4: Yeah, well, front a little bit. Monty Williams was upset. He said something. He said it post game. He said it's internal. But the piss poor game the others played, I was surprised. It totally shocked me. A lot of the guys that were playing, you know, at home well, just absolutely seemed like they just quit spent the Spencer Dinwiddie, who's been dead, light him up along with uh, the unguardable Luca Doncic. I guess it helps to have a championship coach. You got you got Jason Kidd. There's one one ring. So he's 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 on the staff. They put up for it in no effort. But they they change some things up. They he knew hey hey Chris Paul post him up. He's you he, don't think he's at full strength Booker. And hey, we're expecting a lot out of Booker. Man, it just disappeared.
0: You know, Booker's he's never just... been a top tier elite athlete. So, no, like, he's... part of his game was him being, you know, fundamentally sound. You know, he didn't have much of a left hand coming in the league. He's developed his left hand to be able to be more versatile. Everyone's like, is he your next Mamba? It's like, no, he's not the same athlete. Kobe just, Bryant was an elite know, athlete.
4: He is the Jamar DeRozan. He's a copycat. Yeah, DeMar he's DeRozan is t- way smoother a t- though. Way yeah, smoother. He, well, yeah, he's he's, he's, Kobe. A, he's still
1: still a, still a copycat. Yeah, um, I agree with you. Way smoother. You know what the problem was? We we let Kobe talk us into Devin Booker. Kobe really <clears> loves <throat> players who can score. That's his whole bread and butter. And he loved like Kyrie Irving. I'm glad Kobe didn't end up being a GM of the Lakers because they'll have they'll wouldn't have enough balls to go around in practice uh, or even during shoot around because. He loved Devin Booker because Devin Booker showed an ability to score. And so because of this whole Mamba Academy and the Mamba mentality, after Kobe died, somehow Devin Booker just, you know, he really embraced it, talked Sweet. about Kobe being with it. And somehow in our minds, remember, I was on this show fighting with Baylor the Great when he didn't make that All-Star game. And I was like, "And hand, right? Here's, here's the thing. And, the and thing. he just showed us. He can score, but not at a That's high rate. Thing. And not, he can't. He could get his shot up, but it ain't it ain't guaranteed but like Kobe
4: that, or Jordan was. No, that's the thing. He's not a playmaker. He doesn't get anybody else involved. No, yeah. he doesn't throw lobs. He doesn't play D. Well, I don't know if he. I don't know. He's gotten he better at D. D. But as far as getting other, he's going to look for his shot and his shot only. He's right. not going to break down the defense and toss it underneath, swing it out. Or kick it back. It, it's it's not happening. He's, he's he's looking for a shot. Kobe Bryant, as much as I used to joke about him triple pumping, jacking shots up, he always has seven assists on the board. He's going to play outstanding defense.
3: Kobe he, was looking yeah, for a shot, gonna, too. But. Yeah, he was, looking, he was looking for a <laughs> shot,
4: but if he didn't have it, he's definitely going to dump it off. Devin Booker doesn't seem that. It seemed that better he's like, that yeah, way. he didn't pass. He, Devin Booker doesn't pass the ball to the interior. It's yeah. like if he gets in trouble, he's going to pass it out. His IQ was a lot higher than Devin Booker. Devin yeah. Booker is not there right
0: now. No, Devin Booker is not there. And he's he's just not, he's not as fluid of an athlete. He's more, he's stiffer. He's not like Kobe had been. And the creativity around the hoop more so than what Devin Booker. It's like, you see, right. I was watching like John Morant. Like John Morant is like springy, amazing. But at the same time, you see him just like shout out to Kevin Brown used to do in college. We would be out there hooping, and he's adjusting, bending almost back, all the way backwards to get to avoid the block and then put a shot up. And is really good at making those shots. But what's going to start happening? You putting that much more stress on your body. Um, you 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 eliminate angles of passes if you really do need to pass it out. And and Kobe will get up in the air, switch hands if you need to, get around you like Steph. You see Steph Curry with that touch where he does that. Jordan Poole has been really good at that. But yeah, Devin Booker is not a guy that's going to go up and like in midair change and get around you and lay it up without the contest the same way. And so I think that's part of it. But one thing I definitely saw, you know, watching a little bit of the game is Dallas didn't like blow them out because Dallas was just like balling. They scored like 57, 60 points in the first half. That's a good first half. It's a solid, good first half in basketball, right? The motherfucking son scored 27 points in the first half. No
4: effort. No effort. At all. 27 points. That's a- that's, That's what made me think something was going on. There was no effort at all. Something happened before they, they got game. punched in the mouth.
1: And they they got, didn't respond well. well. They got punched I, in the mouth at the game, at the game, and game six, and they didn't respond well that game. Once they gave it they all and they couldn't put Dallas away, and Dallas kept finding Dallas took the lead and kind of took a huge lead on them in game six. You could tell they were deflated
0: then you know the one thing that i liked about the suns is they they had an offense where they had these different parts and everyone when it's all running they're a very hard team to beat because they have they have length and size in the middle that can keep a, a defense honest they have shooters on the perimeter a couple of them that are you know uh, high level shooters and then you have guys that are like you give you length and as, athleticism as as slashers and you know all around solid defensive players so they have a good combination and a balance of players and styles but One thing I heard was like, hey, other than Chris Paul and Devin Booker, they have no other shot creators. They have nobody else that can create their own shot. Yesterday, when they weren't running a real offense, it was a lot of standing around. Same thing the Warriors concerned me about those last couple games against Memphis in their series. And we'll get to them in a second. Was that there was a lot of one-on-one, get your switch go one-on-one against this guy and then we'll see what comes off that. And like that can work in Spurs. That can work for, for periods of time, but that can't be your only game plan. And that's what I saw from the part of the game that I watched yesterday was that the Suns weren't running a real offense. Dallas, they have three guys that can create their own shot and Brunson, Dinwiddie and Luca and like Dinwiddie and Brunson are way more up and down and way more unpredictable. Luca is pretty consistent about creating a shot and getting what he wants. And so that, that makes them more dangerous, especially if you're going to play that style. And that's what they did last year. The Suns did the same thing last year. They started playing their opponent's style of ball. When they went up against the Bucks in the finals, they started playing the Bucks' style of ball. They started trying to match what the Bucks were doing instead of just doing what they do. And that's why they lost that series, in part. And also Giannis, Middleton, and that team was just, you know, just making all the plays they needed to. And then Giannis dominated. But the Suns have a real identity crisis. Is are they going to run and be who they are as a combination of their parts or are they going to always try and morph into playing the style of play that their opponents play? Because when they do that, they fail and they fail fantastically.
2: <laughs> so it really came down to the to Dallas's defense yesterday. Like, because they just weren't making shots. They tried to go to the rack, they weren't, weren't successful. They tried to shoot deep, it wasn't successful. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just weren't into the game because Phoenix does have defenders. They've been one of the best defensive teams in the mm-hmm. league all year that wasn't a fluke they had the size to match up against yeah. dallas and um, length yeah, the size it, it was all mental man and from what i hear about with aiden man he said something to the coach and money was like nah you ain't <laughs> you
1: not said, yeah well that's been that. the reason why they didn't offer him a max contract it's been his attitude like he's been up and down and not consistent and super like 100 dedicated all the time he was upset earlier in the year pedro when they didn't offer him because you know, if you, as a rookie, if when you're a first round rookie, they offer you the the rookie deal. It's up to two hundred million, right? The most that any team can offer you. Like Zion, if Zion wants to leave the next year and become a free agent, he can't get that two hundred million. But he's betting on himself, right? Yeah.
4: Michael, Michael was uh, talked to him. He said he seemed a little um, timid and a little sensitive uh, this year while <laughs> playing the two games, yeah, K. Yeah, two K, buddy. Yes, yeah, it's two K buddy. Well, Aiden um, is. Yeah, we didn't play two K all the time.
0: Man, tell him to come on the show. Yeah, yeah, it was a major collapse. Suns, since you know the defending Western Conference champions last year, um, will not be making a repeat return to the finals, and neither will the Bucks, who lost. But Patrick Beverly was on Get Up and and on first take Monday morning, and he was throwing shade at Chris Paul.
5: CP three. Is he going to be a Hall of Fame? No question about it. Yeah. Right? No question about it. Do guys in the NBA go to sleep early the night before playing the Phoenix Suns? Hell no. You mean as a team or would you talk about Chris Paul individually? Chris Paul individually. Okay. No. I'm going to stake 44 over there in Phoenix. I'm Mm going to have me a nice little wine, probably sweat it out. And uh, but the pregame shoot around and get ready for Chris Paul, Steph Curry. I'm going. I'm going to bed at eight o'clock. Mom, don't call me. My girl, don't call me. I don't, I'm, I'm locked in right now. It's not. It's, it's, it's two different monsters.
0: Uh, he also came out and had this to say. I was gonna say he said a lot more than that. The Suns didn't show up. They, mm-hmm. they didn't play. They scored 27 points in the first half on their home floor yeah. in a game seven for a team that however
4: good or bad we think they were. They did win 64 games this year. It is something that
5: I think has stunned a lot of people. How do you explain it? First off, uh, I know mean, a lot of them get a lot for this, but, you know, I don't really care. They benched the wrong person. Should have benched Chris. And I'm not saying bench him now. Once you see they start attacking Chris, as a coach, you have to understand, like, man, I have to understand they're attacking my main guy. Um, I can't get buckets from him. I have to make an adjustment, whatever that adjustment is. He also had this to say. Man, ain't nobody worried about Chris Paul when he plays Phoenix Suns. Nobody in the NBA. Ooh, what did I just say, though? And I'm just letting you know how NBA players feel. And I, think. I, I I believe you, but what I'm saying he's is. He's finessed the game to a point where he's, he, he gets all the petty calls, all the swipe-throughs at the end. I mean, this guy is out, man. We going to be honest? We want to be really honest? Yes. He should have fouled out. He should have fouled out the last game, too. You see the replay against Bronson, hit him on the shoulder, hit him in the mouth, rep don't call anything. If that's me, oh, review it. Oh, flagrant one. If that's him, they don't call it. So that's not get it twisted, man. He should have fouled out. He can't guard. He literally can't guard. He can't guard. He can't. Guard. Yeah. He can't, you, he can't gu- Chris Paul can't guard anybody? Is that what you say? I, did you see that? No, he can't. Everyone knows that. Excuse me, excuse me. No, no, no. Yeah. I don't know that. Everybody he knows that. can't guard anybody. What we call him? Cone. You know what you do with cones? Like when in the summertime, you got a cone. You make a move. What does the cone do? Stay still. Exactly. Yeah. He's a cone. Stop playing, man. I Everybody that right. knows that. Everyone knows that. It's just y'all don't want to accept it. because no, I don't C2. accept that. But he looked
1: like it against Dallas. He couldn't guard, to be honest. He couldn't guard Bronson. They couldn't hide him because he couldn't guard Dontage, couldn't guard Luke at all. They couldn't guard Bronson, and they couldn't put him on Demwitty. They were going around him.
4: That's true with a lot of your older, a lot of your older superstars, reason why the Lakers didn't make the playoffs. Brian James didn't play no on ball. He teams. wasn't trying to play on the He wasn't trying. At his age, he knew he's not gonna put it put any effort. He knew he wasn't gonna win with them kids, so he didn't put in no effort. And a lot of times when when you get older, like you can't stand in front of these young kids, even, even if they're not skilled. That's why I was, I don't know why in the world the Lakers put a roster together full of gar uh, garbage defenders.
2: You know, I will say this: that Pat Beverly really is 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 valid in his opinions about it. Just because you always have that ex coworker that you know ain't shit that never really worked. He saw him in practice every day. He saw him. He saw him in the gym. He saw him at games. He's played against him. Like I think he knows exactly who Chris Paul is. He's just that one dude that gets a little too much shine, but he realizes like. Man, I could take this dude. Pat Bev thinks he he could take Chris Paul at this point in his career, and he's like, I don't know why everybody thinks he's so tight. It's one of those things where,
0: like, Patrick Beverly can share his opinion, he can give his critique, but he also needs to realize he's very mediocre. Like, if Pat Bev was like a all star, you know, a couple times all star, if he was, you know, what I'm saying more than just a, a glorified defensive, he's a defensive nuisance. He's not a defensive stopper. He's not. He's not a shutdown defender. He's a defensive nuisance. Like he's what Chris Paul is now as a defender. Like he's been that his whole career. Chris Paul is going to body you and try and be physical and be a nuisance. But yeah. at one point, Chris Paul was a, a, was know. an elite defender. Patrick Beverly has never been an elite he's, defender.
2: He's, to, uh, he's Come he's, on, to, he's been he's been a starter in the league for eleven years. Like I only because of, like, <laughs> <'cause> of his <laughs>
1: defense too. Only because he's he's scored twenty he say he's he's where Chris Paul is now.
0: Was Patrick Beverly out there stopping uh, John Morant? Was he out there stopping, you know saying, Memphis for scoring <laughs> points? Because I'm pretty sure they lost that series in six or five. Was it five?
2: Six. But we're not, talk, but we're not, we're not talking about this one series. Like, he's been a, a starting shooting guard that can't shoot, like, for 10 years. Because he's of his a, defense. So and a J- starting point on, guard that can't point guard. <laughs> there's, a, there, there's this thing. He's a, he's a middle class be I wouldn't put him like at he's, elite, but he's, he's one of the better
1: defenders in the league. He's not elite though. Yeah, I mean, because he focuses
0: they, his entire essence on the court about being a nuisance defensively. He don't do nothing else offensively. Yeah. They're but playing four or five basketball the on the offensive end. Do. No, that's all but he defends he he better than Chris Paul. No, 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 no. There's a difference when when Andre Iguodala came to the Warriors and they're playing LeBron. They said, "Don't worry about scoring; just guard LeBron." That's like that's what they told him to do.
2: Not because. You that's know, what? No, no, that's, beca- that's because that's because th- they were three other players on the court scoring 20.
0: No, no. But Patrick Beverly's not that case. Patrick Beverly is the guy where they're like, don't try and shoot. We don't want you to shoot. Don't do nothing. Just go play defense and we'll we'll figure it out. Bruce Bowen even knew how to figure out how to shoot a goddamn corner three. I'm not saying that Pat Beverly is wrong in his assessment of Chris Paul. I'm just saying coming from him, it's harder to take for me.
1: Nah, not for me. I mean, yeah, he's a nuisance. And you can tell he's a Chris Paul hater. Yeah, he's, he's hating
0: on an old Chris Paul. But I get it. People don't like Chris Paul.
1: I don't think he's hating on the Chris Paul, like all Chris Paul. I think he's hating on the Chris Paul now and the Chris Paul, the dirty player. That's what he's hating on.
0: No, I can get that. that. I can get that. Series
1: against the Pelicans, your boy Chris Paul, elbowed Alvarado, hit him in the nuts. He wasn't getting shit called on. He was just dirty. Chris Paul's always been dirty. He's been dirty since he was at Wake Forest. Mm-hmm. Right? He's been a dirty player I never never one of my favorites because he was always dirty and I played a little dirty but I was like he's a little beyond dirty, right like every now and then you got to just not be dirty and just smack somebody straight up and he never did that
0: I was like Patrick Beverly man like you're just going to focus more people on how you play from now on and your mediocrity by being so candid about somebody else <laughs> And so, like, I'm going to okay. be looking at what what he does next season and be like, bro, you can't even average what old Chris Paul averaged as a player, and you over here talking shit like you, you know what I'm saying, speak, speaking the gospel. Yeah, did he play bad? Yeah, everyone knows he played bad. Everyone can see he played bad the last three games, four games of the series. He was not but, playing well. But
1: Patrick Beverly
0: was the playing game MVP, dude. I know. That's 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 his greatest career highlight.
2: I made the playoffs every year of his career, man every year he's been in the playoffs because he was carrying
0: that team i'm just gonna say one thing that made me gain ultimate respect for chris paul is the fact wherever he's gone over the last few years has made a playoff team and you could disagree or agree with that whether or not that's to solidify his you know his place but he took okc in the one year he was there to the playoffs do you know what okc is now yeah nothing fuck okc <laughs> they ruined my last two fantasy basketball seasons what the fuck are they doing <laughs> why well, i
4: don't play fantasy <laughs>
0: In other news, the Eastern Conference Finals is set as Boston was able to route Milwaukee in a game seven in Boston. Um, what what would you say were your observations from that series? And and going into this Eastern Conference Finals, what is your outlook on the Miami Heat versus Boston?
4: I I, I look at Boston as being a favorite right now because they had two skilled guys and they got a lot of workforces. They got more than... And no, they're, they're the deepest team that's left in the league right now. Miami has a lot of people that play hard, play good defense, but those are young people. Those are Spruce and I don't know the other guy. And then they, they experiment in the middle playoffs with Victor Oladipo. I don't understand what's going on there. Offensively, defensively, the Celtics are more polished. I picked the Celtics in six. I'm not too sure on these, on these finals when it come down to it but the celtics to me right now are starting to look like the favorites they defrone the champion they took all Giannis's punches and it looks like tatum is finally growing up i just i just right now they're just on a roll and it looks like we have uh we have a superstar on the rising.
1: i don't know about pedro with this boston being deeper than miami i feel like miami's deeper than boston
4: they're not playing duncan Robinson. They're doing goofy stuff with...
0: Um... Duncan Robinson didn't have a good year. He's a specialist. Duncan
4: Robinson
1: comes on to
0: run off yeah. to shoot the shoot
1: And news. to me, that makes them deeper because they, they could go to people that we have seen that's been proven in the playoffs and done it. For me, Boston is a two-headed horse when it comes to scoring. They got a great couple of games or maybe three games out of Al Horford in that last series where he turned about the clock, but to me, Miami's more. And I and trust me, I'm a big Jason Tatum fan. Jared let you know, I'm still mad at the day that the Lakers let fucking LeVar Ball talk him into drafting his goddamn son over Jason Tatum. But I, I don't know. I, I don't think he's that clear cut for Boston. I think they're not as deep. If you look at their minutes, those who play some major minutes against Milwaukee, and they beat Milwaukee. They took Milwaukee back punches, but Milwaukee was without um, Chris, Middleton. Chris Middleton the whole series. And I think that's what was missing. When they needed to get a bucket, you know, outside of Giannis, they couldn't get it.
0: Yeah, no, I think Chris Middleton was a big key. And the fact that they took him to seven games without Chris Middleton is a big thing. It's like, and we were talking about it a little bit yesterday, Aaron, is Chris Middleton is their Clay Thompson. He's their guy that, you know, I'm saying keeps the rest of the players honest and can be a stabilizing force when your star is struggling. And Giannis looked like he was, he was just off yesterday. He was missing. He was just off. And people were saying that, you know, he probably was just tired and fatigued, dropping, averaging 40, 10, and 15. It shouldn't be a surprise that that team struggled. Grayson Allen, Connington aren't suitable wings that can, you know, step up in those big moments the way that Chris Middleton proved last year. They don't beat Kevin Durant in Brooklyn last year without Middleton's defense and and shot-making ability. They don't win that title without Middleton being that player that keeps the other team honest and allows Giannis to really work and just dominate. Brandon, what, what are you looking at in this, this upcoming series? Or what did you see in the Boston-Milwaukee uh, series?
2: I did not watch too much of the series. I'm really just hoping Negacom! whoever uh, the Warriors play, uh, the other team gets COVID. That's just what really <laughs> I I want a Tom Brady championship for the Warriors. I want uh, the one they do, one they, one they don't deserve. You gonna have me calling out CTR on this fucking playoffs? <laughs> just roll, up, to get... ro- roll out the red carpet, <laughs> Steph. You ain't even got to play, man. We got. <laughs> <laughs> The tallest player is is, 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 is Marcus Smart right now. They're the tallest player.
0: Well, who do you guys got in this series? Do you guys think it's Miami or Boston? How do you guys see this series playing out?
2: I hope it's Miami. I don't think I can take Boston fans talking about basketball for (laughs) a week and a half.
0: I think Boston has the top-end talent to win it, but I think Miami has the experience because they were in the finals two years ago. And a better team. They run a, I think they run a slightly better system and their defense potentially, you know, it could have been the James Harden is washed effect. Did you just say, did you just say, did you say run a better system? Offensive system than Boston. Can you say it one more time, please?
1: I didn't, it broke up a little bit.
0: Oh, they, they run a better system than, than Boston, I think. All right, um, I just
1: need you here to hear say that because I remember years ago, you just went off on Spolstra and how he don't run an offense
0: and this and that. And well, he didn't, no, no, because that's what he's playing with LeBron. That was the LeBron effect. He didn't run anything with LeBron. It LeBron was the LeBron was like,
1: effect, but you were blaming Spolstra.
0: Yeah, he should have he been in LeBron's ass. Like, LeBron, you want to win a title or not? You it's came here hard, to win man. It's one, hard to, two, to three. To three. I would have been, been on the sideline Spolstra. He was like, man, you came here and brought all this pub. Talking about one, not two, not three, but not four, them to fire not five. You know how many times LeBron passed out of the post. When he had JJ Barea guarding him, not once, not twice, not three, not four, not five. Every fucking time JJ Barea had him in the block, he had JJ Barea on the post and passed out. You already admitted it. it's too late now. You already said it. no. No, Spoelstra has built his has built his name once LeBron left, and and, and his teams have been consistently quality teams. So I give Spoelstra credit, and that that also helped me realize where LeBron is and the way he plays. And LeBron is a really good player. Includes a lot of people in his playing, but his playing is like it's my way or the highway type shit. Ever since he left Cleveland. It's been his way or the highway. He plays with he plays with two other superstars. He, he he recruits other players to come play, veterans, and they play their they play their role and everything revolves around LeBron. That's that's that is the epitome of LeBron's career post his first stop in Cleveland.
2: I think that's it's worked out pretty well for him. LeBron was in the finals every year for like 10 years. Like
0: he That's great. Lead. He was in the finals for a weak-ass East. Let's not forget CTR. Critical race theory. Can you tell me what that means? The East was fucking weak for a long time. It's there's still hard still,
2: to make the finals. There's still, no. Here, then, if that's it was hard. so easy, why didn't somebody else do it? Yeah, that's. I agree. It, because it's, it's still, LeBron James. What are you talking about? I'm not going to say you, LeBron ain't still so, LeBron. So, so you meant he? You, you admit he's better than everybody that was in no, the? No, I
0: admit LeBron is a great player. I'm not saying anything that LeBron. I'm not. I'm not taking away from LeBron being a great player. Was he a great player when he didn't post up JJ Barea to win that title? No, because he was juiced off Dwayne Wade hitting a three pointer and wanted to start celebrating early and punching him in the chest like he's doing something special, and then they got blown out the next two games. Right. Okay. so we can be clear with that. Was he great as he's aged and he can't do the same thing that he wanted to do, what he did for that 10 year span? No. So he's not great anymore, but he's still a really good player and he was a great player for a long time. He's great. I'm not saying he's not great. I'm saying is that LeBron playing in the soft ass East and LeBron at his peak. This is how you know he's not his prime anymore. He can't just do what he's done for the last decade and get to the finals or even get to the Western Conference finals or even fucking make the playoffs this year. That's all I'm saying is that it was LeBron's way of the highway. If you look at every team he's played on since he left Cleveland that first time, you tell me what is the makeup of those teams? It's all it's almost all vets. It's a lot of vets. And it's two other superstar players, even though Aaron will argue Kevin Love is not a superstar. That's fair and fine. But superstar. two other star players that are stars of their team playing with him. The Kevin Love playing the All Star game,
4: so- yeah, he was all,
0: dude. They were trying to get Kevin. They were trying to check, trade Kevin Love for for a first round pick in Clay Thompson, and they, they, the Warriors laughed at that shit.
1: No, no, no. The Warriors thought about it. It was it was one person and that and, laughed and, said and no.
0: Jerry West said that's some bullshit. No, yeah, the Warriors were gonna do it until so Jerry West said no, no. It was it was thought about. I don't know. The Warriors might have done it, but it was it was Lakeup and then management. I don't know if they would have done it. They might have. I doubt it though. But LeBron was tight. LeBron greatest. One of the greatest players of all time. Arguably the greatest player of all time. I'm not saying that going to the finals eight times in a row is not a feat to behold. And one of the reasons why you should consider him your GOAT. That's a fair argument. What I am saying is that he made it to eight straight finals with two other stars on his squad and a team full of players that he hand selected or hand-recruited <laughs> to take less money to come play with him.
2: No, but it's it's one thing to say they took less money. They signed the contract. Like they could have signed anywhere and they decided to sign there, right? Because they had a chance to win because they had LeBron. But at the same time, you still got to go out there and play the games. He still averaged more points than everybody. Still has more rebounds than everybody. He still has more assists than everybody. Yeah, and because you he was act, that elite you act, of a talent. Yeah. You act, you, act, you, act, you act like if he had two other stars. Every other team has stars on it, right? Every other team has other players that, that are, are paid to play basketball and play against him. I don't want to turn this to LeBron, how LeBron's the greatest player ever. But at the same time, like, he's better than everybody else he's played against.
0: No, no I think it was tight. He, he LeBron is is one of the main reasons why the player empowerment power movement took over. It's because LeBron and his, his whole, you know, solar system around him, he got to dictate the gravities of different things, whether it was, you know, personnel decisions, economic decisions, you know what I'm saying? Like, he got to choose, pick and choose for a decade, guys. Like, you can't ignore that. No other player has had that impact or that decision-making power in any franchise for this extended period of time. Going from multiple teams, too, not even just one team. It's not like he's been on one team the whole time. He's gone to multiple teams, and he's changed those teams but by his presence, and in the presence of him being able to also choose who comes in and plays with them. Like, you guys, you know if we- you guys don't see that, then I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I ain't, I ain't arguing against it.
2: But, I don't but, know why are we arguing, LeBron? But but but, 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 but what do you? But what? Why do you say that? Talk about it like it's. I'm a just saying thing.
0: he's played a different game than many of the other stars that we talk about the same way. I don't understand why you're not giving him no credit. Man. I am giving him credit. See, y'all you're niggas are giving, no, giving enough credit. You're not giving him enough. No, this is the problem. This is the problem with CTR. You're not enough credit. God damn it,
4: Herschel. Tell me why we need CTR. I'm sick and tired of them wanting to teach CTR in school. Critical race theory, can you tell me what that means? I'm tired, we all Americans, we yellow, coon
0: back, red back, it don't matter, we all just American, we all mutts out here. That's what That's what Herschel Walker, that's what y'all trying to tell me right now, okay? Right, CTR but, is real because right. it allows us to give context to how shit actually happened, so we don't forget and gloss it over with some goddamn sugar-coating type I shit. You ain't never
1: read no CTR. Oh man, you lying, you ain't never met Martin Luther King, knocked the win out of me, yes he
0: did, no it didn't, yes he did, no he did not. Cutty Corner shout-outs. Cutty Corner shout-outs is the we get this the show with where everyone gets a chance to rank a plane or on the positive world. Cutty Corner shout-outs. Cutty Corner shout-outs. It's time. It's time. It's time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Aaron.
0: Do you have a cutty yeah. corner shout-out?
1: Uh yeah, you know, this is kind of an in-between a positive and a negative at the same time. my cutty Corner Shout out goes out to Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition, and not for the reasons that I've been texting about, and uh I'll let someone else talk about that. This year's swimsuit edition focused women from who they said who had big impacts on the world. So the cover Kim Kardashian, which really pissed a lot of people off. There's some WNBA players, you know, there's some plus size models. Um, but one of the models, they, they, they chose to go an older model. And to, up until this year, the oldest person ever appeared in a swimsuit edition was Kathy Jacobs at 54. Very gorgeous ass 54 too, man. This is a positive because they put in someone that's a little more elderly and mature that makes Kathy Jacobs. They put in someone almost 20 years her senior. This year, and so I'm kind of like shocked. Like, do I want to buy? Would I buy a swimsuit magazine that got someone older than my mom in it? Right, and my mom is like AARP eighty. She turns eighty this year, and someone's older than my mom. Uh, but so I want to kind of give him credit for doing that. But then it's like, are we getting too politically correct, right, Jared? Oh no, excuse me, I'm wrong. She's younger than my mom. She's six years younger. She's seventy four. So she's 20 years older than Kathy Jacob and six years younger than my mom. Shout out to Elon's Musk's mom for making it on the cover of Sports Illustrated Magazine and being in there in a swimsuit. She is rocking it at 74. I give her that. So I'm kind of caught in between. This is a positive and negative. Maybe because part of me is partially attracted to it too. Like, you know what? You don't look bad for a 74-year-old, man. Maybe I could go, you know, you know, go over there and, you know, you know what I mean? Like, uh yeah shout out to shout out to go may to, musk
2: go do some earl thomas stuff too
1: no i wouldn't do that far hey i'm fucking need to be in jail that's a pervert no that's a that's a you know what no there's a there's a stage pass being a pervert a pervert <laughs> is fine to be but when you're a stage pass and you're degenerate he's a degenerate that's right. that's when you go too far perverts are fine you just have your kinks that's a little more kinky than most people but so your you kinks are in a watson. safe place
2: huh so you like borderline sean watson
1: uh he might be a degenerate we don't know yet i mean the uh, case got thrown out he might be a degenerate
2: well that, that's why i'm saying it's just really more kinky fetish like oh i just want to i just want to show oh, that Dr. Dr. <laughs> you're, right, Darius. you're right about that
1: one thank you for that dark no but see kink yeah yeah but see he's a degenerate because he's going against people's wishes like a pervert finds people who are into their kink and their perver- their perversions but uh degenerate it, it you, you don't have any respect for anybody like R. Kelly might be, a, he's probably a degenerate.
0: And a pervert. You could be both. You can be both.
1: You can be both. <laughs> can be both. But, but the degenerate side of him is what fucks everything up. But he's pervert in public, but a degenerate in private. Like Ray J. Ray J's a pervert, but he's not a degenerate.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think a pervert can also be a negative thing. No, to no, no.
1: I can think about it the
0: right way.
3: See, this is this is you guys also not have the nurses
1: or usher boards in your church. So as long so as you I'm go on. to church, you can go be a pervert. Uh, you can be a pervert. Churches where more they perverts,
2: that's where church. they used to have them. I am delivered. Brandon, do you have a cutty corner shout out? Uh, yeah, man, my cutting corner sh- shout out goes out to the NFL who has decided to uh talk to Deshaun Watson about what's been going on with him in the last two years. This week, Um, I don't know if you know this about Deshaun Watson, but he was uh, accused by dozens of women of exposing himself (laughs) to them without their permission, unknowingly, massage therapists. Now, a little bit of context around the Deshaun Watson thing is that he would go to different massage parlors and all these women had the same exact story. They would either be ready for the massage and he'd be naked or he'd like roll over and the towel slip off or some shit like that. I don't know if you know this about NFL players. They have access to really great masseuse. They also have really. (laughs) They also have really. uh, They're really strong people, and you need somebody with strong forearms and strong hands to work out your muscles if you have tight muscles, right? So what I'm saying is, you need to be massaged by a man. If you are, (laughs) if you are a big, strong man, you need to be massaged by a man. He's got these 120 pound women these 5'3", you know, 120 women <laughs> massaging on him. That is not for his athletic uh, performance. I'm just saying. he, The context in which he has been uh, looking for masseuse is a little suspect. I would think that the NFL will at least talk to him about it when all this was going on. It was in the news, like, hey, have Goodell bring him in and say, hey, man, do we need to know something um, instead of giving him $230 million? I'm just very confused by it because I thought you should have talked to him two yeah, years NFL, ago i'll be
1: honest the NFL already got that shit figured out because if you look they don't play their first like primetime game i think they already know they're probably going to suspend them in how long because this primetime game comes like later and they could have yeah. done it early in the year
3: they could have
2: that's why they get my cut court a shout out could have done shit for a very long time and you know what he's doing he's running the kanye west playbook he's going to church he's gonna get married and then then he was on. He was on. He was on a conference call with Ben Roethlisberger. So now you know what's going to happen is he's going to start praying in the that game. And you know what people were going to say? Oh, look what a good Christian man that is! But he's a pervert and a degenerate. Thank you for the vocabulary. He's a degenerate. He's a degenerate. I don't know if he's a
1: pervert. <laughs> Those aren't really perversions. That's just a degenerate.
2: Oh, another cut, cut, cutty Corner shout out. I just want to shout out to every college athlete getting that money. That NIL. Money. Cheers. Internet froze me again. <laughs> anyway, man, shout out to all the college college athletes getting paid. Um, there's a lot of money being dumped into college sports right now, specifically college football and college basketball. My only hope is that pe- these players actually do get the money that they they have been promised, and that's not some agent or some middleman is going to be cutting them out of their funds. And uh, y'all yeah, should take some tax classes, by the way, as well. Just, you yeah. <laughs> know, that's free game right there.
3: Adarius, do you have a cutty Corner shout-out? Yeah, man. My, my cutty Corner shout-out this week, it goes, fortunately to the Phoenix Suns. I don't know if y'all talked about it on this show. Yeah, ain't nobody
5: worried about Chris Paul when we play Phoenix Suns. But
3: it is so sad to see Chris Paul melt away like a popsicle in the sun.
5: CP3, is he going to be a Hall of Fame? No question about it. Yeah, right? No question about it. Do guys in the NBA go to sleep early the night before playing the Phoenix Suns? Hell no. He ain't
3: going to never be right. Uh, Somebody said he going to come back and and hustle harder next year.
5: No. I'm going to stake 44 over there in Phoenix. I'm Mm going to have me a nice little wine, probably sweat it out, and but the pregame shoot around and get ready for Chris Paul. Steph Curry, I'm going going to bed at 8 (laughs) o'clock. Mom, don't call me. Uh, he's
3: gonna come back and retire next year. I don't know if y'all know that, but the nigga is old as pixie
5: dust. We want to be really honest. Yes, he should have fouled out.
3: He's already had two surgeries. Um, he has some issues on his
5: back and his shoulder. So that's not getting twisted, man.
3: He can't guard. And uh, yeah, man, he's 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 getting up there. So if he didn't do it last year, what we call him? cone, or or this year, there ain't no more years. It's over for him.
5: You make a move. What does the cone do? Stay still. Exactly.
0: Well, my Cutty Corner shout out goes out to Elon Musk and his baggy mom tit face. No, I'm not talking about his mom. I'm just talking about his face. Elon Musk came out this week and said he would rescind the ban, Donald Trump's Twitter ban. As much as I like, I'm happy that I can get back on Twitter and say whatever the fuck I want. um, I think there's certain people that should be banned from Twitter based upon things that they've said and the relative power they hold within what they say or when they say what they say. That's why we need CTR once again.
4: Can you tell me what that means?
0: It's because it's not like Donald Trump was just Donald J. Trump entrepreneur that's gone bankrupt several times and has a bunch of legal issues for being a douchebag, but also has a lot of money. No. It was Donald Trump, president of the United States of America, saying some wild, uncouth ass shit, spreading lies and trying to drum up his base to act out in a certain way. That's why he was banned, not because it was free speech. Free speech is protected to a certain extent, to a certain extent, Elon Musk. You wouldn't know that because you came from apartheid Africa, South Africa. All you care about is white people saying whatever the fuck they want to say. OK, part of the reason why shit happened in Buffalo this weekend is because motherfuckers like that. You know what I'm saying from a position of power you got your president saying that saying shit that's xenophobic saying motherfucking uh minorities or democrats who are associated with minorities are the reason why shit is going wrong it's literally lying that's some bullshit man so for you to just act like he's just a regular and this thing that gets me rich people want to be perceived as regular people so hard especially in the lens they want to be seen as regular humble people Until they take advantage of the things, the access, the money, the resources that don't make them normal human beings. It's like if you want to be perceived as a normal human being, denounce all that shit or share it equitably to anybody and everybody that comes forth and wants to to partake of what makes you not a normal person. The money, the power, the access. You can't act like, oh, I'm just a normal person. You know what I'm saying? We gotta be treated a certain way. We gotta be treated fairly like any other normal person. Except for when it doesn't play to what you can do differently than everybody else. So get that mentality out of here. I'm tired of that shit. All this reality TV has made us see this glamorous, rich person trying to make us feel sensitive for rich people. Fuck that shit, man. Y'all rich for a reason. That's why we call you rich people. That's why you get treated like rich people. That's why you don't get held the same standard in in the courts or in any other place. It's because you are rich and you have power and you have access. You have resource. You have influence. Stop trying to act like you're some normal ass person. My second Cutty Corner shout out.
2: There are normal people, Jared.
0: No, they're not normal people. That's if they were normal people, they would be broke just like everybody. Like normal people is not is making month to month shit, not be able to fart out money from your asshole and put it on goddamn space program.
2: We all work with different numbers.
0: No,
3: no, Brandon, no!
0: Don't even come with that shit. That's why you need CTR, nigga.
1: Oh yeah, man. You know, like Yeah, I don't know why you think CTR is gonna be the answer for some shit. Dude. CTR
0: is the answer. Can you tell me what that means?
1: That ain't the answer for shit,
0: dude. Our country you is think, hey, You think no. you think every teacher's gonna teach it well? I'm not dude, saying every teacher's you gonna think teach. Think some it of it these well.
1: ignorant motherfuckers that can't even read gonna learn it. There's gonna be some black motherfuckers that ain't gonna be able to know what the there's fuck is. gonna be, means.
0: and that's one less excuse for them to have.
1: CTR ain't going to help out. For one shit. less excuse. Race that, is going to be that racist. Is, that, that
0: is one of the reasons why you fight for Equality, that's one of the reasons why you fight for, adv- you advocate I'm not saying for don't, I'm agency. just saying
1: CTR, you act like that's just the gospel. Like this. I'm is not really saying it's the gospel, but it's something that's that- That's the way
0: has- you acting. No, no, this is the problem, is that you're not listening right now. The problem is, is that it's another <laughs> excuse and it's another reason, it's another hurdle we need to get by to make the world more equitable, to make the world, our, our world, at least our world, more knowledgeable about the way race impacted the, the fucking empire that has grown into what it is. That's the whole point. It was a racially based empire. It used racialized slavery to build this empire, to become the hub of economic freedom or economic and not even economic freedom, but to become the hub of economic commerce and and production that it did. Race was one of its core tenets. And if you don't acknowledge that and you don't learn that properly, then you have another reason, another excuse to have inequity. You have another reason and a very big reason to continue perpetuate inequity and mistreatment. And marginalization and suppression and
2: oppression. So Jared, what's, what's, what's the goal with your, with your CTR platform
4: here? CTR, it needs to be tied in school. I'm sick and tired of them wanting to teach CTR in, in school, critical race theory. Can you tell me what that means?
0: Don't worry, I watched Matlock growing up. I'm well-versed in law.
2: <laughs> Larner SVU, pervert, degenerate edition. Yeah, ooh. <laughs> That's what SVU that was. Maybe we, should, maybe we should do, we'll do a game, Aaron. Uh, uh, uh,
0: we'll do pervert or degenerate. And we'll, uh... <laughs> Aaron, you got...
2: <laughs> Andre Risen.
0: Pervert or degenerate? <laughs> hey,
1: oh God, he was just dirty, man. Right, he perverted but dirty pervert man just dirty <laughs> he's bored alive <of> <laughs> he was just yeah he's just you don't share jackets with him
0: <laughs> all right uh, uh, de- uh ben roethlisberger
1: degenerate andre <laughs> rising never written a woman in no bathroom mm-hmm. or a couple of them degenerate
2: <laughs> <laughs> nate newton
1: <laughs> they do no the drug 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 addict, pervert.
2: He used to kick with Michael Irvin. He was Michael Irvin the Jason. It,
1: pervert. That's a pervert. They were perverts. They were, <laughs> they were degenerate. They're perverts.
2: He a fool. He's, he see he he's he's
0: on that Cowboys podcast. He's pretty funny. Uh let's see. Who Marshall
2: else? Falk, degenerate. <laughs> Marshall yeah, he, he he proved that he'd be he is a late bloomer degenerate. The
1: late bloomer <laughs> degenerate, putting his dick on people's shoulders, stuff like that. The Marshall degenerate.
0: Falk, I thought that was somebody
1: else. No, that's why he got fired. (laughs) He put his dick on somebody's
0: shoulder. Somebody else did that, too.
1: Yeah, he did all kind of shit, man. In the NFL when he was
0: at the NFL Network.
1: Yeah, yeah. They were all him. Heath Heath Evans, they were all degenerates. (laughs) Oh, Heath Evans, he lost his job, too? Chris Carter lost his job, degenerate. Chris Carter, I felt bad because he lost his job with ESPN for what he did at the NFL Network years before. (laughs) Oh, Paul Pierce. Uh, you know He's not even a per- pervert, man. He just he just got to like getting high and drunk. But he he's a pervert. He a- like
0: he like having strippers in the background on his live stream. I
1: don't consider that okay a pervert because he likes strippers yeah. to come over his house. That's not. But he's also pervert, putting
0: but he's that on his social media. A, that's a very yeah. low end
1: perverted. Okay, perverted. yeah, that's fine. He's but he's
0: also that. shouting out other strippers to come over. If they want to make money.
1: Come make some money. He was trying to keep the economy going. That's 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 the black market economy. The informal economy supports the formal economy. That's all he was doing. He was an entrepreneur.
3: (laughs)
4: That's hilarious.